0: Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You
1: pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com.
2: Okay, let's be honest about something.
3: Man, look here.
2: It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here. My name. It's always been us versus them. Will it be another hard count? No, they're going to run it. Inside handoff, Malcolm Brown. He's not going to get there. The Jags are going to stuff him. The Jags are going to stuff him. And the Jags are going to take over on down. We've endured the losses, the heartbreaks. I'm not going to start watching the game with Jake Daniel and Coke.
4: I'm going old school, Gator Bowls, Well House Coffee.
2: When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars from one side of this world to the other
4: than you may. I turned the TV on to
3: YouTube and they have Jimmy Page and a lot plant videos, the rain song. I put a picture of Trevor Lawrence by that video and I put a tiger by the video and told my wife I'm ready.
2: And a brand new attitude.
3: I seen when the Jaiwa defense made that stop, I told my wife, look, look what I
1: see. Kyler Farrell fires deep downfield, and that ball is going to be picked off by Dewey Winger. The Jaguar turned to a saber-toothed
2: tiger, and it was totally... it.
4: It.
2: it will be short, and Jamal's going to bring it out of there. To the 5, to the 10, to the near sideline, 20-yard line. Jamal Agnew still on his feet. Jamal Agnew broke a tackle to midfield along the left sideline. Jamal Agnew! He's still in bounds! He's still in bounds! He's going to score. Jamal Agnew brought it all the way back. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Soon, they'll all have to give a damn. And they're going to hate every single second of it. Play fake. Lawrence keeps it. Made a man there. Dives to it. He has no touchdown. Trevor ran it in himself. Jack Wall turned to a, a,
3: a saber tooth tiger. They turned to a tiger, man.
2: You're talking to the Rolex Where are a ring-wearing, can't steal it, dealing Limousine right, jet flag, son of a gun. The Jaguar turned to a saber tooth tiger, and it was over with, it was the Codyite Bear like running trike, the Codyite Bear running trike was gone. With James Robinson again, he's into the end zone, touchdown, a four-yard touchdown run by James Robinson.
3: I had no problem knowing that, guess what, day is my day with my wife. Would not ridicule me for all these years. No more in my man cave. (laughs) Drinking drinking Mike's World House coffee.
2: And guess what? And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. When history ends, the future begins. Go, Jay. Duval. Duval. Bang, bang, bang. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and E to the T, all right, that that's like in music when you get a
1: mashup, right? You got a few different genres coming together, right there. We had uh, McManus and Holiday and Ric Flair all mixed in <laughs> this morning to get it going. Look what I see! I see the Jaguars, one of eight teams left in the NFL playoffs. Good morning, Tony Smith. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Everything's good in Duval. Oh yeah. In your your corner of Duval. Oh yeah. Who's not? It's, it's a good, good week right now. Yeah. It is a good week. Et. <laughs> How's your week going? Uh, Outstanding. Victory week. Splendid. We're floating along. Come on, somebody. Everything's good. Let's go. All right. We're going to ask you today, uh, which wild animal would you fight if Trevor Lawrence asked you to? (laughs) (laughs) Would it be the Kodiak bear? (laughs) Would it be the saber-tooth tiger? tiger? I don't know. Uh, Good morning, everybody. It is Victory Wednesday. Donovan Darius is on assignment. Uh, Johnny O will join us in the second hour today, Uh, so we'll hear from... Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence coming up in this hour. We do have the Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day out there. Just a pretty simple one, a little one-click poll for you uh, this morning as to where you're going to watch this weekend's game. Are you making the trip, uh, first of all, to Kansas City? That'd be the number one choice, which we all could. We all can't, obviously. Uh, are you going to be at home or at a friend's house? Or are you going to the sports bar? Or if the bank is open... Are you taking your talents down to TIAA Bank Field on Saturday? Uh, and, uh, E.T., what about you? If the bank is open, are you making an appearance?
5: Oh, I'm all the way in there, man. I'm all the way in there. Are
1: you going to come down and visit us uh, deep in the bowels, me I, and Tony and, and Donna Murphy and I, others? I, I would if they let me back there. Oh, they might, you know. <laughs> if we leave your name with the appropriate uh, security people. i just. <laughs>
5: We'll slide you in there. I'll just have to leave whatever's in my cup up, upstairs so I don't yeah, spill it on me. just
1: uh, put a lid on it. You'll be <laughs> fine. It'll be just fine down there. We don't get into uh, any celebratory beverages as far as the Jaguars oh, know. No. At least we haven't. We haven't had a reason to yet. I mean, we've had some playoff success. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, but we've had a few opportunities. Maybe if we win the AFC championship game, Tony, I might bring in a celebratory bottle of bubbly to pop just in case. It'll be cooling. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, one of those.
1: <laughs> things. We won't spray it all over the the equipment, uh, so Joe Fortunato go, doesn't freak out. Just
6: walk out into the rubber hallway. Let her run. Yeah, wrap. exactly. We'll walk outside or whatever the yeah. case
1: may be. It'll be fine. Uh, it'll be all good. So, uh, how you feeling as of uh, today? Uh, we're going to start to set our sights a little bit more on the Kansas City Chiefs. I do think they've got a a decent chance. You know that that phrase, a puncher's chance. The Jags have a punch. That's led by Trevor Lawrence and the way he's played over the second half of the season, Tone, and you're going to have to have an offensive output, at least rivaling, rival, yeah, you know, <laughs> at, at, at least matching what you did this week against the uh, Chargers. Yeah. I think you've got to get into the 30s if you can expect to beat Kansas City.
6: I think so, too. It looks like it's going to be cold in Kansas City this, yes. this weekend and maybe some snow flurries by the time we get to kick off for the game. That'll, Rivaling. Yeah. That'll, Sorry. That'll, it's <laughs> simple. I just <laughs> – sh- 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 Like that kind of thing the- going on this weekend. So, we'll see what kind of impact, if any, the weather has on this football game. Who's got an Chiefs? advantage?
1: Uh, or or is there – like is is, uh, is this good for the Jags? Sometimes the underdog, the, the better – you know, the worse the weather is. I don't know if that's the case, right. necessarily.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kansas City's much more used to playing in that, you know, if, if there is going to be any kind of real weather to play through with this. Like it's, It was cold here this weekend, but I don't think that had any impact on what happened in the football game uh, against the Chargers. And it's – look, if the wind doesn't blow – we've talked about it. If the wind doesn't blow NFL offenses today – rain, snow, none of that seems to matter. Uh, the only thing that's going to have a real impact on quarterbacks playing offense in this league is if the wind's blowing hard enough to affect the ball right? when it comes out of their hand, and it doesn't look like that's in the forecast in Kansas City. No,
1: what you can't do, though, against Kansas City Chiefs is you can't load up to stop Patrick Mahomes and let Isaiah Pacheco average five yards a carry again sure. against you. You know, you, you got to be able to take something away. I'm not saying – you want, hey, let's make that team throw the football. Obviously, they're going to throw the football a bunch, but they were more balanced than the Jags were the first time around, and they put up more points, and that's even with um, turning the ball over three times in that contest. Uh, Travis Etienne averaged four yards a carry, but they only gave him the ball 11 times. Right. And outside of that, you had Jamichael Hasty with one carry. I don't count the Trevor Lawrence scrambles in there. I mean, they count in terms of yardage, but it's not part of your planned running attack really with this football team
6: yeah and I can't remember how many if any of those were called runs uh for Trevor Lawrence maybe one or two you know so you just don't know when you're going back and looking at the box score you'd have to go watch the game again uh to have any kind of idea on that look I'm with you I think with the eight teams that are remaining yeah I think the Jags got a chance Jags are good enough to beat all those teams Right now, whether or not they can stack it up where they can beat three of them in a row, right? right. Like that's difficult, but it's just as difficult for the team on the other side to figure out how do we beat three of these teams that are in our way of winning a Super Bowl. We're in the divisional round of the playoffs, that's how it works.
1: Just figure out how to beat one, yeah, this week. That's all you can do, right? I mean, I know that's cliche as can be, but eventually you'll have to beat three in a row. You don't have to beat them all at once, though. Just figure out a way. To beat the Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City saying all the right things. At least their players are. Their fan base is out of their minds to get <laughs> after Andre Cisco. Uh, and uh, but th- for the rest of them, the the Chiefs are pretty much taking the approach. Oh, that's a very talented team that we're playing, and we've got a lot of respect for them. I, you know, do you need bulletin board material at this stage? I don't know if you do. No, really. I mean, you know, you want a bulletin board material? Hey, we're eight and a half point underdogs. Nobody thinks you can win. You know, uh, that's what they're telling you. That that they're going to blow you out. In Kansas City, so uh, today uh, again the Chad and Sandy Real Estate question today: simple one-click poll. Where will you watch this weekend's game versus the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead? That means you're headed to the game at a home, uh, your home, or a friend's home, uh, a sports bar, or if the bank is open, uh, you will take advantage of that possibility and head down there. We've already got over 300 votes on that. Uh, you can hit us up today on Twitter and answer the poll at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at IME2, the T. Come on, somebody. And 641-1010 on the phone lines and the text line designed by Lifetime Closure. I've got that Fred Taylor uh, autographed flip card uh, commemorating the Jags' historic 31-30 comeback win over the L.A. Chargers. And we're debating the best way mm-hmm. to uh, come up with to give that away. It's not imperative that we do that today, uh, but we're trying to you know, bounce our meager brain cells together and come up with a decent idea. Uh, so if you've got one, uh, certainly shoot us an idea on uh, how you'd like to see that distributed. Some lucky Jaguar fan is going to get uh, what I think is a heck of a piece of memorabilia. Fred Taylor has been personalizing these uh, autographs for the last uh, couple of weeks that we've done it, and uh, you're not going to get another thing quite like this. Uh, I don't wonder what they do with all the flip cards that they have left over, by the way. Probably just toss them.
6: Yeah, that would be my guess. Recycle them. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm sure they're already uh, ground up by now. You know, we could always grab a few extra flip cards, but I'm not going to ask Fred to uh, act like he's had an autograph signing, you know? One, that makes it special. Yep. And you know it's a one of a kind. So, uh, we got a winner from last week. Uh, Tracy uh, is going to be in to pick up her... Uh, Flip card from the Titans game, which was pretty cool until this one. (laughs) (laughs) Now now it's just okay. Uh, But uh, I think this one is a little bit more. Uh, being with the home playoff environment and everything that went down with the 27-point deficit. All right, so we'll get to your calls. We'll get to Trevor Lawrence. We'll get to Doug Peterson. John Ozier is going to be along today. So whatever you want to talk about, Jaguar football-related, as we look towards the matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. We're not talking draft. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, let's go, baby. It's uh, Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and E.T. Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Ooh.
2: NFL, Jaguars today on 1010XL. Just thought of this. Wouldn't it be cool uh, when we get to the Super Bowl? They
1: should make this a tradition ongoing. I mean, I know things have already settled for this year, but um, I know it takes a while to get these things booked, but mm-hmm. uh, you should, you know, with two weeks to go, with that gap week in between, uh, alternate maybe the conferences, but uh, the, the teams playing get to pick the musical entertainment. Could you imagine? we go full duval on them <laughs> it would be awesome
6: Or like uh the masters like that that's you like the providing the dinner, dinner. Yes. yeah yeah
1: yeah we're providing the music
6: yeah you we're, won the super bowl you get to pick the halftime show the next year we're going to bring uh, the next year yeah. yeah maybe the next year maybe yeah, that's it that Right. Kind of thing
1: and since we're going to be in you know back to back to back to back to, i don't know how many back to backs <laughs> it will finally catch up or yeah. they'll be playing our song
6: patriots all those years bon Jovi again Doggone uh, it. Uh, Is that who they – yeah, he does love him some Bon Jovi. I know Robert Kraft, like, uh,
1: loves him some Bon Jovi. He invites him to the box all the time. So, hey, good for them. (laughs) They've had their time, and uh, now they're dealing with uh, the realization that Mac Jones ain't Trevor Lawrence, Mm. buddy. Uh, Let's get to uh, the phones for the first time today at 641-1010. Start with our man Byron in Gainesville, who's always fired up on the program. Good morning, Byron.
4: Good morning family. I ain't
3: gonna do my do ball to the end, guys. All I right. just wanna say guys, if they having a watch party at the stadium, that would be so nice. I, I've been kinda watching the games from afar because I don't drive well, but I will make this trip if they at the bank. So if they do that, announce that and I would love to be able to watch it with my family in Jacksonville. And and real quick, guys, I got a Fred tell a story. Uh when he was playing for the Gators, I think we played Georgia the week before. And uh, Coach Spurrier was past happy. He slung it everywhere, and he didn't run the ball. And we come up with the idea: the team that runs for a hundred yards or more usually mm-hmm. win those FSU or big games. And that's the game he finally broke Fred Taylor loose, and he ran over FSU like he's supposed to. Tell me. And last, guys, I got family in uh, Tampa. Half my family Jags, and half books. So I want to say to the Jaguar family, we are so proud of you guys. And Tampa sends their love. My family say Go Jags and beat those uh, teeth And uh, everybody's proud of the Jags, man. And I even see Jaguar flags in Gainesville, which is a
1: first in a long time.
4: Duval! Duval. All right, Byron. I
1: I got a little confused. Did he not say Georgia week? And then he's talking about running on FSU there? I almost didn't throw him a Duval right back right there, Byron. But that's all right. You know what? It's all teal. They're all washed in the teal. And and they are uh, born anew. When they come to Jacksonville, I'm like that. I don't care where you played college when you're on my team. Nope. I want you to play well. And if you're on somebody else's team, I don't care if you went to my college. Nope. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. First of all, I didn't go to Florida State, but I've rooted for Florida State for over 40 years. And uh, Asante Samuel can just take that stuff right on home. All right? right. Just yeah. doesn't, doesn't bother me in the least bit to see him in anguish at the end of that game. Uh, and I have uh, no good feelings towards him. Uh, Let's just put it that way. So, Byron, we appreciate you. Uh, Let's go to David in Green Cove. Wants to jump on board next here on Jaguars today. What's up, David?
7: Hey, guys. Good morning. Uh, Getting ready for my trip. Uh, The wife and I are leaving out on Friday, so uh, we'll be out there in Kansas City. What I wanted to comment on is Joey Bosa and and all this nonsense of him complaining about the referees. I will say this. In all of the games, and I saw every single game last week, and it looked to me like the, the officials, you know, the, the league came to the officials and said, look, we've had too many games decided by you guys in the past this year. We want you to take your hands off and let these guys play because I saw in every single game last week, there was um, calls not made. Um, this should have been called. So it was across the board and, piggybacking off of that comment, I think that um, Doug Peterson should recognize this going into this game, and I think we're going to see this throughout the playoffs that these referees are just going to let these guys play. Duval! Duval. Thank you, David. Appreciate it.
6: Um, Look. They generally do this time of year. They do. play a little bit more.
1: I thought the Chargers were smart. Like, all right, they're not going to call you mugging receivers. Why wouldn't you keep mugging the receivers? Right? I'm not mad at them. You can be mad at the refs, but... Adjust to how the refs are calling the football game. Look, years ago, it wasn't that long ago, but when New England was facing Indy in the playoffs every single year, these stories have come out Mm -hmm. that Belichick basically said, look, we're going to mug the hell out of Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne at the line of scrimmage. We're going to beat them up, and we're going to hold them all over the
6: place because they're not going to be willing to call that on every single snap. If they call it every time, we'll stop doing it. Exactly. And until they call it, we're going to do it.
1: Right. And uh, you know what? They may call one or two of them, and we may decide that's okay. That's worth the the risk, and yeah. we'll give them a couple of first downs because it will be a net benefit to us. So you got to play to however they're going to call the football game. You know, I don't – I think uh, let's be aggressive, sure. Yeah. But at the same time, let's not be crazy, right, because nothing more frustrating – there may be something things more frustrating, <laughs> but you got a very frustrating thing on third down uh-huh. when your team commits a penalty yeah. that maybe didn't even need to, and you basically hand the other team a first down. You cannot sure. hand Patrick Mahomes many free first downs.
6: Well, and there's nothing new in the loser of a playoff game being very upset with the officials. Right? Like, that is just yearly. It's like Christmas. It's coming. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Whoever loses a playoff game is likely going to have a beef with the officials because they did or didn't call this or that at some point in the game. That's, that's how it works this time of year. And honestly, if the Jaguars had lost that game, it like would have been so, one of the
1: biggest talking points. Right. Like, it would
6: have been what are these officials doing? Like, I didn't, I didn't think the officials were very good on Saturday. Jaguars won the game. You know, and Bosa can cry all the way through the off season with what happened. And, and I'm it, sure it's what Bosa happened. had some legitimate gripes. No doubt. He's just a man, baby, who can't express his feelings. Use your
1: words, Joey. Okay? Yeah. Uh, use your words and uh, don't throw your helmet. Okay? Don't spill your strained peas all over the floor yeah. or daddy's going to have to pick them up for right. you.
6: And if the Jaguars win this weekend, yeah, Chiefs fans are going to complain about the officiating the in this officiating game. Whether the officiating was pristine or not it, <laughs> it won't doesn't matter. matter that's just
1: how it goes yeah. right I, so i'm so glad that we weren't the team to be in that position because yeah they were i felt getting away with some borderline at best could have been
6: past interference calls on multiple no occasions doubt. Okay? no doubt to the point where when they got the call in the first and 20 i was like now now they get the call right right it was like oh it's a miracle but they needed it they absolutely absolutely had Let's to get have a free first moment. down right yeah. there yeah
1: that was big time um but yeah i'm with you man it's just it look i'm sorry juwan taylor probably does leave early and i, I don't agree like i know we're talking to jeff logman yesterday he goes when you watch a film a lot of times they're really not leaving early i, I i've seen plenty of replays where the offensive tackles on multiple teams many teams all mm-hmm. around the league leave very early uh w- was it the minnesota giants game who was it that, that somebody had one the left tackle is back like two steps in the backfield, yeah. and it doesn't get called. That's just the way it goes sometimes, you know. And it stinks if you feel like that happened at a key moment and eliminated your team. You know what? Just go out there and score enough points that it don't doesn't. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's again, there's there's nothing. It's totally out of your control. Does it need to be better? Do we want it to be better? Sure, we do. But I don't think a that anybody's out to get the Jags. I don't, and I don't think it's okay. You know, look, would the league like to see? Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship again? Probably, sure. But why wouldn't you want to see a rising Trevor Lawrence and build up a brand-new star Mm -hmm. as well? If you're really talking about narratives, how great of a narrative is the story of the Jacksonville Jaguars right now? They're the Cinderella team. Uh, Even though they won their division, and I get it, the Giants were the five seed. Giants beat the Jags this year. The Jags are like the team that had to win out and have – The Titans collapse and everything worked out in their favor and they did everything they had to do and they're proving that they belong. And uh, I I wouldn't understand why the league wouldn't want to embrace that story if they're into narratives. Now, ET, you tell me you got a little clip here because I I saw somebody. I I heard you guys talking about this. I didn't catch the song on the drill this morning, Uh, the song Fancy Like. By Walker Hayes. I only know that because I looked it up. Um, But I I know the song mostly because of the Applebee's commercial that they made out of it. But apparently somebody has written a version that features the Jags and the Waffle House.
5: So It's pretty good. Is it good? All
1: right. Well, we got a request on the uh, text line to where we can find it. Apparently you can find it if you listen to a replay of this show because we're going to fire it up right now.
2: The field goal is good! Good! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27-0 to win the game! Our team's amazing. That's why we're singing. Down 27-nothing still we're playing. Never say never with Josh and Trevor. Coach Peterson is crafty and he's clever. But after that amazing play of Victory, hey! where does Trevor go after making his streak? Hey! 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 Yeah, he's fancy like Waffle House on a game night. Eggs and bacon smothered like the Chargers double-covered. No matter what, we never out the fight. Waffle House and Christian Kirk open all night. Offense is flowing like Trevor's long hair. And Saxonville's back with the Arden Key attack. All-star specials bring on the Chiefs, y'all. That's how we do what we do.
1: So that's it. That's the whole thing. That's yeah, what we that's got. A
5: little minute snippet. That's
1: not bad though. Arden <laughs> Key like, got name dropped in there as well. Christian
5: Kurt. Yeah. R- yeah well, good. I mean,
1: I expect a few of the you know the the front line front line guys. Arden Key. No, no disrespect. He's been playing very well for this football team. So is that? Did they only do the one verse for it, or that's is a,
5: that's all I got? The fancy light like, Waffle House Jaguars parody song. I just got one verse. So all it. right. I well, have not seen much of it. Much go more. check
1: it out. I, I wonder if uh, Alexa will play that for me because when I fought, when you know. I didn't. I don't listen to country music, uh, but that Applebee's tune was so damn catchy, right? The mm-hmm. the original one, the Fancy Like, and I was like, "Oh, this is a real song, huh?" This like you didn't. They didn't even change the lyrics up for this commercial. So for about a week, I'd go home and Alexa was playing Fancy Like at my house. Uh, you know, probably about ten or twelve times in a row, because that's how I do. Sometimes I obsess over things, so I. I I don't know if uh, Alexa would be hip enough to have the Waffle House version available, but I might have to go check that out. You can always go to YouTube. That's where you find it? YouTube, that's where I found it. All right, ET, uh, maybe we'll tweet out a link to that one if he hasn't already.
5: I could do that. All
1: right, let's do that. uh, At IME to the T. All right, coming up next, uh, let's hear from Doug Peterson. Next hour, we'll get into some of the audio from Trevor Lawrence stepping up to the mic. Yesterday, John Ozier from Jaguars.com gonna join us in the second hour as well. 641-1010 gets you on the program. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
2: Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. All right,
1: couple of uh items here. Uh one idea for the Fred Taylor flip card giveaway, a photo of your most obscure. Jaguars paraphernalia—it could be interesting, right? I mean, you know, that kind of lends itself to older Jaguar fans who are, you know, could have things thirty years old or twenty, you know, you know, since at least since uh, the franchise was awarded. There's paraphernalia out there that's, I guess, now this year will turn thirty yeah. years old. Uh, I've got one of those original Coke bottles with the awarding of the franchise in 1993, but whatever. Um, I thought about maybe just doing photo, any photo you want. It can only be one photo. And I don't know if I like give them reason or, or words to explain why they think that photo is worthy of winning. You know what I mean? It could be them at a specific Jags game. It could be them with their kid getting a Fred Taylor autograph. It could be mm-hmm. any number of things. You know sure. what I mean? But uh, I don't know. We'll come up with a way uh, to award that at some point. Uh, also... Uh, From the same person who said uh, on the text line, they didn't say keep this quiet, so um, (laughs) you got got to understand. You say it within my – Tony knows. Don't say anything on the break that you don't want Mike to say as soon as we come out of the break, right? Mm -hmm. Because that that often happens. But uh, said he works the video boards down at the stadium, and they have asked that group to work on Saturday. So – Take that as a sign, perhaps, that the uh, video boards will be available. But we were talking about, hey, we'll talk any aspect of the Jags except the draft, and that that person, uh, he or she, uh, was uh, like, well, can we talk about what they're going to do with the 32nd pick? No, we cannot, because if they win the Super Bowl or when they do, they'll have the 31st pick. That's right. Thanks to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the good thing about that is you have to be a team that advanced far enough for that to matter to you. Right. I mean, for your first round pick to be impacted anyway, you know, if yeah. the Jags were picking in the top 10 as they have been for most of our mortal lives.
2: <laughs> it feels like
1: uh, it wouldn't matter. You wouldn't move up. You'd move yeah. up in the second round by a pick and all that. But, um, yeah. you know, in this case, uh, if the Jags uh, were to win the Super Bowl this year, they'd have pick number 31. Yes, they would. So that much better of a player available to us Mm -hmm. with that selection wouldn't that be nice To have to worry about who's left for us to add to our Super Bowl championship (laughs) roster at this point in time all right uh so uh let us get to some audio from Mr. Doug Peterson you may have heard he is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars we feel should be the NFL coach of the year it's still funny to me to listen to all these debates about how Dable has turned the Giants around. Okay, were they as bad as the Jaguars were? I don't believe they were. And it's great that they are still alive as well. Of course, this is a regular season award. The votes are already in on Coach of the Year. So anything that's going to happen has already happened in that regard. Uh, It's always funny because you get a lot of those, like, end-of-season awards, like in baseball, you know, and the guy gets a hot streak. Oh, see, they should have waited for the MVP voting. No, it's an award based on... The first 162 games, right. They give out the the most valuable player of the division series or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, Enjoy those. All right, Uh, let's get to here's Doug Peterson. Um, A says, let's start things off by focusing on what we got to do to beat Kansas City. You have to play disciplined football if you're going to
0: expect to beat the Chiefs. You got to play disciplined football, number one. Playing a well-coached team, they're a disciplined football team. Uh, We have to be prepared for them, too, as they've had a couple of weeks now to really maybe come up with some wrinkles of their own. Right, and then that's that's Coach Reed, and uh, he'll have he'll have some uh, some wrinkles up his sleeve, I know. But for us, it's just a matter of just staying disciplined and, and trusting what we're doing, and just understand your role within your game plan, right? And 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 just uh, execute each play one at a time.
6: You better believe they'll have some wrinkles. Uh, the Chiefs will run a couple plays almost guaranteed on Saturday that you're like, what is that? Right? It's just in their nature, and they've had two weeks to get. Something together for a game plan against a team that they've already played once before this season on top of that. So, yeah, I would expect a few wrinkles from this Chiefs offense this week. Uh, Coach Peterson, yesterday, this is a team coming off a five-turnover effort. They were they were able to overcome that, obviously, on Saturday night, but talked about the turnovers and whether or not he's worried about that going forward for this football team.
0: Yes, you, you, you worry about it. Um, we're fortunate. We're very fortunate. We're very fortunate the other night. Uh, that doesn't happen, you know. For five five takeaways or five giveaways and and come back and win a football game, that just it does not happen. And that's something that we we address our team a lot uh, about. And you know, I don't want to overemphasize it, but at the same time, they have to understand that uh, the 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 uh, the seriousness of keeping the football and the seriousness of creating takeaways. And you know, our defense has also been. You know, getting the ball a little bit here, too. So that's that's been a bonus for us. But, you know, offensively, uh, we just can't give it away like we've been doing in order to, to win these games, especially now where we're at. Well, look, the first time, they were plus three against Kansas City, and they still
1: lost by 10. So you know the Chiefs are sitting there going, Imagine if we didn't turn Mm -hmm. the ball over or we just played them to a draw. And a a surprise
6: onside kick to start the game. Correct. Right?
1: So, I mean, you you stole possession after possession against Kansas City and you still fell short by 10 points. You know, uh, that doesn't mean the second game is going to go the same way, that you could potentially be minus one in the turnover battle. And, you know, you could still win the football game. We saw it's possible to win a lot worse circumstances than that. You wouldn't expect that you'll – be able to do that on the road against the Chiefs, though. Uh, what about Trevor Lawrence and the four interceptions? Doug Peterson says half of them are on the quarterback.
0: Probably two of them, you know, honestly. Um, but listen, you know, he gets credit for four. And, and uh, you know, it's unfortunate that that happened. But, you know, uh, we don't make excuses for it. We just look at it. We try to correct it, you know. And, and as coaches, we, we help help our players, you know, not, not turn the ball over, and, and especially the quarterback. So he understands it. We understand it. And, you know. Hopefully, we're better for it.
6: And Coach Peterson, one more time, talked about Trevor's steady hand on Saturday night, despite that disastrous first half.
0: You know, you saw it during the game, uh, just the expression on his face. He never, he never wavered. You know, um, you know, a play like that's going to happen. You don't want it to happen, but it does. And when it and when it does, you just you you shake it off. You move on. You move move to the next play. And he did a great job of that. You know, and and so that's uh, that's a credit to to where he is. You know, from a maturity standpoint in his uh, in his development.
1: So many great videos going around right now. A lot of sideline stuff there. You see the one where Roy Robertson Harris is yelling yep. back and forth with Trevor Lawrence in a positive way, like, "Hey, yep. you go get us one. Don't worry, we got your back. We got your back." And and you know, you don't want to be you know sappy about it, but a team that really does seem like they're all, all the oars are in the water pulling in the same direction, right? It's not like, hey, what are you doing? Defense didn't go crazy. Like, we're doing our job. What are you doing out here? And, uh, you know, that bodes well for them getting at least the best performance. I can't guarantee they're going to be Kansas City, but it's not going to be from a lack of cohesiveness if no, they don't. Yeah.
6: If you watch the sounds of the game, which the Jags put up on social media mm-hmm. yesterday, right, with the whole video from their behind-the-scenes stuff, Uh, From the win on Saturday, there was one moment when they're down so big in the first half where you have Rousher, the offensive line coach, Marvin Jones, and Trevor Lawrence all talking to the offensive linemen in a 30-second period with the same kind of message, right? And it's one boom, 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 boom. All three guys with the same thing. It's like, you know, there's no panic, you know, on that sideline, despite – The situation in the game, there was no panic on that sideline, and it showed up in the second half.
1: Rush was like, "Damn it, I got to play the call out of the wing tee, and it's going to win us the game." Okay, so we got to get there. No, he didn't quite say that, but he might have been thinking it. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, let's let Tony Smith take you around the National Football
2: League. Now, gems around the NFL, brought to you by Beach's Jewelry and Pawn in Jacks Beach.
6: The Tennessee Titans are hiring San Francisco Director of Player Personnel Rand Carthon as their new general manager. Carthon played in the league for three years after playing at the University of Florida, started his front office career in the league in 2008 where he worked as a scout for the Falcons. Carthon has spent the last six years as the 49ers Director of Player Personnel. Stop me if you've heard this one before, but Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers was non-committal. Yesterday when asked about whether or not he would be playing football next year, saying on the Pat McAfee show, show, quote, they're not pressing any for any type of specific answer, and I'm not mentally or emotionally at that point to give one, end quote. Kansas City running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Will practice this week, according to head coach Andy Reid, as he works to return from a high ankle sprain. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark was limited with a groin injury on Tuesday, and wide receiver Michael Hardman did not practice on Tuesday due to a pelvis injury. And Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts, who played in week 18 after missing two games, did not appear on the Eagles injury report for the first time in a month.
1: All right. Uh, by the way, you see the uh, Trey Lance uh, reaction to Rand Carthon. Yeah. Uh, Going to Tennessee uh, on Instagram, he posted, I guess, a uh, a story in his story, a photo of Carthon uh, who comes from San Francisco to Tennessee and with a trio of fingers crossed emojis as if to say, please, please take me with you. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Uh, You know what? Uh, Who knows what the division runner-ups will try to do with their quarterback position, the non-playoff making division runner-ups not my concern uh we got our quarterback that much i do know all right let's get back to a a few thoughts from doug peterson looking ahead to kansas city says nothing quite prepares you for the noise in that stadium
0: nothing prepares you for that i can i can turn the noise here as loud as i want and it's not going to make an impact you know but it's loud for them you know uh it's loud for their defense and and um you know we both have to play in it obviously but it's a it's a great atmosphere, and and these, these fans are they're, they're passionate about the Chiefs. Obviously, it's it's the loudest for a reason, and uh, we've just got to be able to go in there and just it just it just focuses you in, you know, more specifically on your job. You know, you got to be able to hear in the huddle, uh, things of that nature, and um, you just got to have a lot of the nonverbal communication, you know, on point.
6: Coach Peterson was also asked about dealing with Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones.
0: He's had a great season. This guy, probably one of the best, if not the best, we've seen, you know, this season. And, and we've played some good ones. You know, he's interior D linemen, and you know, he's uh, he's explosive. He's powerful. He can move guys off spots, rush the passer. I mean, it's just there's not a whole lot he can't do. And um, we've got to be understand where he is. And, you know, teams try to put as many hands on him as possible, and and, they, and he still gets there. So. Great player, a lot of respect for him. Love watching him play, and uh, also, also, you know, our guys understand that, and and they'll play hard.
1: Uh, Doug also asked yesterday about the the you know kind of the perception that, oh, the Jags have a free roll here, right? You've made it further than a lot of people thought. Therefore, you're playing with house money. How did he react?
0: Whether it's our money or house money, um, we're here, and uh, it's a credit to those players in the locker room and the coaching staff for. You know, believing in each other, obviously working hard. What we've done down the stretch, you know, regardless of the mishaps, we're here. I I try to block out the best I can with the team. You just block out the noise. You block out the negativity. You block out whether it's lack of respect or whatever. You know, we have a young quarterback, whatever it might be. You know, we're one of four in the AFC left. That says a lot. It says a lot about these guys, and, um, you know, we're excited for the opportunity.
6: Another playoff matchup and another rematch from the regular season for the East Jaguars. And Coach Peterson was asked about looking back on that first matchup against Kansas City.
0: Offensively, we know we can play better. We didn't execute early in that game very well. Um, had opportunities. We missed some kicks early that probably could have kept us in the football game, made it a little bit closer. We had a touchdown called back. You know, things of that nature. We just got to execute better uh, looking at that. And defensively, uh, we settled down in the second half, but again, um, just the, the mental mistakes, you know, the errors that we made of, you know, being out of position or, you know, out of alignments and gaps and things of that nature. So, yeah, we'll go back and obviously look at that. Uh, we've made the corrections since then. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully go out and, and put a, you know, put a four-quarter game together.
1: Let's do it. Uh, only, well, less than three and a half days away from kickoff uh, with the Jags and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in the divisional round of the playoffs. Still waiting word as to whether or not TIA Bankfield will be open for uh, some kind of a viewing party-type situation on Saturday. But if we find out before we go off the air, certainly we'll pass that along to you as quickly as possible. Trevor Lawrence, uh, he spoke yesterday as well. You'll hear from your quarterback coming up next hour as well as John osier from Jaguars.com. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, and E.T. here with you. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
2: Oh, No's with Jaguars.com's John Osher. Brought to you by
7: Kingfish Pest Control. Proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: On 1010XL.
1: Oh, Johnny O's in the house. The senior writer from Jaguars.com. Good morning, John. How are things?
8: Good. I I was thinking as I drove over here, some of the, you know, for years when the team was Struggling A little bit. When they sucked at it was, times, uh, I've said it. it. It was sometimes beneficial to be coming over on Wednesday because the last game was sort of distant. We didn't talk about it that much. But now, when they're actually playing well, I feel like I'm sort of the last one to weigh in. So it's uh, nah, for, not the last except one, except for D. Rock
1: and McManus. You know, oh, that's true. The whole so week.
8: So you're, it, now we're in the it would be great to like when we first started this. I came on Mondays, right? Yes, and. You said, well, hey, let's wait, you know, you know, because you have so many callers. And that was great because they were losing. So I was like, yeah, I don't have to deal with the Monday. Constant drum beat VMS. of why? Now I'd like to come back on Mondays. Well, great. Was Mon- <laughs> Monday was a fun show, I got to <laughs> yeah, say. The last sorry.
1: two weeks, Mondays were off the hook. Yeah. And I feel a little bit bad, just a little bit. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yesterday we had a couple people wanted to kind of carry over. Like, Monday's a pep rally when the Jags win. Sure. It's Victory Monday. We're just, like, going crazy, especially – with that game yeah. right we there was no xing and owing it on monday it no. was all raw emotion and a few people wanted to carry that over to yesterday and it's check the tape tuesday and it's kind of like let's get to the point
8: come on logs isn't <laughs> big on emotion no, no, it <laughs> he was was me. To break that down
1: it was me <laughs> that was like all
2: right that's yeah, wonderful go. yeah
1: what's your question for jack you know <laughs> yeah. so uh that kind of thing but uh, if you want to get in with johnny o you're certainly welcome to at 641 i see this uh tweet the chiefs now, um, at with the line at eight and a half points in their favor, uh, will be favorites in their 14th straight playoff game, which is the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Right. Okay, well, the record in the previous 13 is eight and five. That's right. So
8: that doesn't sound like 13 and zero to me. Yeah, they're not. And uh, Brian Sexton and I were talking on our on our Drive Time show this morning that, um, you know, he's from Kansas City and very much respects Arrowheads. Uh, volume and and the toughness to play there and i said it's all true but they lose games there in the playoffs. Sure they do. so uh there there are paths and there are formulas for the jaguars to get this one and it's not uh there have been home field advantages in the playoffs throughout history that have been much rougher than this one i you know that you know the jags went to buffalo they hadn't uh Lost there in in 10 or 11 games, Right, the Bills. Denver sort of the same way when the Jags went out there. This, uh, you know, the Chiefs are not unbeatable there.
6: No, I think the Chiefs are a – and it's been – if they had an Achilles heel, their Achilles heel remains their defense, Mm -hmm. right? They're just kind of a middle-of-the-road defense in the National Football League. And, look, I think the statement, defense wins championships, I think that's out. Basically, in today's NFL, it's clear if you're going to win – big in the NFL you got to be able to score but at some point you got to stop somebody in the postseason,
8: you've got to get those stops
6: right and Kansas City that's been what they haven't been able to do at times even in the playoffs they just can't stop an offense like Buffalo's we'll see if they're able to stop an offense like Jacksonville's especially with how good they got to be feeling coming off that second half
8: yeah and I think that's uh, clearly the formula you uh the Chiefs are a really good pass rushing team so this comes with a caveat: if you can get them blocked, if you can have Chris Jones not dominate the game, you mm-hmm. know he can't be player of the game and have this work. Uh, but if you can get them blocked, they have three rookie corners, and uh, they have not—they have given up plays. So to me, the formula is make this thing close in the first half. Uh, Trevor did the other night, and he has it a couple times this season gotten on these runs where he's hot, and they roll off a couple touchdowns in a row, get up on him, force Mahomes into a mistake, and then all of a sudden the game's a few minutes left where they're having to press to get back into it. The, uh, to me, that's the formula that they can win with that's not an absurd formula because this defense, me the Jaguars, even if they give up some points early, This defense believes they're going to come back out on the field and force turnovers and get stops. They don't get down on themselves. They don't lose confidence. I think it's a winnable game. I can't predict them, but I think it's winnable.
1: A couple of key stops is what it takes in today's NFL in the postseason because you know this whole defense wins championships thing, okay? Here are the winning point totals from this weekend. 31, 41, 34, 31, 24, and 31. So five out of six teams scored at least – Thirty-one points this weekend. Offense wins championships. It's a different NFL. It's a different. You know, I can't speak. But you for-
8: still got to get stops. Well, sure you do. You yeah, still but can't it's, it's a it's terrible difference. You're, you're
1: not going to go out there and win many playoff games, fourteen to no. seven, right? It's not that era anymore. I mean, you got to you got to get a few key stops, right? A couple of turnovers, whatever the case may be. Even if the team's moving the ball on you, look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's about to lose. They win on a defensive play. I yeah. wouldn't say that was exactly defense wins championships. The yeah. defense did right. make a play uh, at the goal line, uh, a, a never-before-unprecedented 98-yard postseason fumble return you for a touchdown. You must be able to shut the door. Yeah, right. so that, that yeah. was the one out of six that mm-hmm. defense may have won the game.
6: And I think weather used to just have a bigger impact on the way playoff football was played. Than it is now. like cold. Who cares? Snow. Who cares if the wind's not blowing? Yeah. It doesn't affect today's NFL offenses. I think 20 years ago, it really did hard when you got to this time of year and
8: yeah. a hardcore cold can the kind of cold they're going to see on, on Saturday. I guess the forecast now is 38 to 30, you know, uh, 30 degrees or 38 ish during the game with a little bit of snow. Uh, that typically won't change it. boy. it, but you're right. If you get in a situation where there's swirling winds, then that changes today's game. All right. If you want to
1: get in on the program, the easiest way to do it is six four one ten ten. Uh, we'll hear some thoughts from Trevor Lawrence coming up as the hour plays out. John Osher is here, so if you want to pick his brain on anything Jaguar related, you're certainly welcome to. There's some scuttlebutt that Daly's place may be the place to gather and watch uh, the game this weekend. But yep. again, nothing official. Oh, no, Jaguars from the will Jags.
6: announce it today at some point. They will, but expect, people are yeah.
1: wanna you know, know. they're asking yeah. us and, and so we we don't have anything official on that, but uh, you should hear at some point this afternoon whether or not that's gonna come to fruition. Let's go to Tommy and Neptune Beach, uh, next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Tommy.
3: Hey good morning Mike. How's it going guys? We're great. Hey I wanna give you a brief shout out uh for hooking my brother up, Chris um uh, late Friday night with an extra ticket. He didn't go all season, just had a new baby. So when we were down 27-0 in the Cabana area, and uh, he kept just screaming to everybody, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. If they can do it, we can do it. And he was pretty much pumping the crowd up, and then we went on that run. It was just, uh, you know, everyone, you know, it was amazing. So just want to uh, give you a shout-out. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm heading up to Kansas City Saturday morning. Going to hit up the Bull City Brigade tailgate and hopefully bring it up, uh, you know, a Jacksonville win back to Duval. Think, uh, we're going to get a one, two, three.
1: Duval! All right, yeah, uh, Bull City, thank you, Tommy. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, sounds like somebody snuck down to the cabanas. <laughs> I guarantee you, I remember that one. And that was uh, that was 400 level. But that's okay. Hey, you do you. I get you in the door, and it's on you from that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, BCB's going to have a party the night before. Uh, I'm not sure where, but you can follow any of the, you know, you can follow Bold City Cap on social media or any of the BCB official uh, channels, boldcitybrigade.com, and find any details. If you are making the trip to Kansas City, they are going to have a kind of like a pep rally gathering, whatever you want to call yeah. it, the night before. Um, I'm sure there will be alcohol involved no, for, no, no, for no, those no. of you no. who are of age. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the next morning, yes, the, the uh, organized tailgate. Uh, specifically, yeah. hoping jag fans sounds stop like by
6: for uh, that. they're planning on a couple hundred jaguars fans being there for the all of that sea so. of
1: red and just that blotch of teal yeah. in there, baby, holding it down for the nine oh four. Uh, let's go to Randy up in Connecticut. Next up here on jaguars today. Good morning, Randy.
4: Hey, good morning, my man. What's up? Oh, nothing man just wanna call and get out some Jaguars love to all you people down south, you know. Not everybody up in New England is a Patriots fan, you know, some of us have taste.
1: Amen to that. Where where are you from in Connecticut, Randy?
4: Um, I live um I live about a mile from the Foxwoods casino.
1: Okay. Uh, where's right, the, Ledge, right in Ledger, Connecticut. All right. Uh, I'm from Milford many years ago.
4: So. Oh, okay, man. Milford's cool. Yeah, you're about 45 minutes, fifty minutes away. There you go. We played, Milford, we played Milford in football.
1: I don't think we had a Foxwoods when I was a, a wee lad. <laughs> no, we had, no, We had a, a no, high lie no, no. that was pretty popular back
4: then. Yeah, Milford. Yep, yep, yep. Um, well, I, I'm older. I'm 57, so we didn't have a Foxwood when I was growing up either. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you and I uh, could have uh, been within a few years of each other in elementary school back in the day. So.
4: Nice, nice, nice. So, it where are you,
1: where are you, what, what are your plans for Saturday to take this game in?
4: Um. Well, I am. Um. I am a, I'm blind and disabled, so. I can make anywhere a happening spot, you know what I'm saying? So most likely I'm just going to watch the game with my dad because he's a giant fan and, you know, he's hard to get those 80 year old men to change over, but Understood. I'm trying.
1: <laughs> well,
4: it's all good, I'm man. I'm trying my best, my man, but I just want to wish all you guys out in Duval County some love and, you know, Go into um stupid Kansas
1: City and put a smack down, we hope. I Kansas City is stupid. You're right, Randy. <laughs> Randy, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Enjoy the game with your pops. And uh, hopefully Randy gets the to- celebrate, you know, sit back victorious while the Mm -hmm. Giants are on the line on Saturday night. So That's right. right. He'll have a good day. Oh, back to back. That would be good, especially if you get to troll your dad. (laughs) You know, look, I know you got us in the regular season, but now it's winning time, baby. All right, thank you, Randy. Uh, Let's get Greg on the south side before we hit the break. Greg, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, please.
3: Yeah, hey, guys. How you doing? Listen, uh, if nobody's watched that Sounds of the Game video, that is so well done i
4: uh, watched a couple of them. I just want to give my compliments to whoever's in charge of that. Uh, also, we need to go into Kansas City and interfere with, with their little ring-around-rosy the move. So, let's go Jags.
1: All right. Thank you, man. Uh, look, I, I don't know if they're going to run out the ring-around-rosy. the Rosie. <laughs> I got to say, that was pretty damn cool, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I don't hate the Chiefs. You know what? I'll, I'll develop a good hate for them on Saturday. Yeah. But – they're not like a franchise. Like, I don't really specifically hate the Chargers, but they got one or two guys that it's very easy to root against mm-hmm. on their team. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that will uh, be the case. You know, yeah. somebody starts mouthing off uh, for the Chiefs on yeah. Saturday.
6: I don't duck away from it. If the NFL presented me a petition that Patrick Mahomes is on primetime Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night, every week for the rest of his career, I'd sign it. That's how much I enjoy watching that guy. Versus Jacksonville? I don't care. I don't care he's playing. Just, now, he'll I'm be doing asking. that this year. That means the Jaguars would definitely have a Sunday night or Monday night game against the Kansas City Chiefs this year. But I would. I want to watch that guy all that I possibly can. He's an incredible talent, and this week we'll see it up close and personal. I
8: agree. Uh, Kelsey's pretty easy to dislike if you're not on his side. Yeah, I suppose, but I haven't – so on so many uh, – fantasy okay, well, over the years that yeah. you know kind of like calm down I appreciate in the last couple no, he, he years he can can he's a great player but he's easy to dislike yeah, he can on be the that team. guy a little bit yeah. he's he can, but that's uh, fun too i mean he's dislikable in a fun way yeah meaning it, it, it you know not a bad guy it's just there's this cockiness to him that you're like if you're if you're on the opposing team you're like i don't like that guy yeah i so, can see it no i hear what you're saying there it's like
6: a to dislike Right. I would like uh, it, nothing wrong. Like everything on the field. He's just great. Sure. He's great and he'll point. let you know about it. Great and point. that's annoying. Yeah. Right. Like, Precisely. Yeah. I'd sign
1: a petition that, that the Jags would play at 11 a.m. every Sunday. And uh we'd be done that, be that, with that, that much too, earlier. Would be honestly. <laughs> but, uh you know, as long as they win. Right. As long as they settle in those uh, 11 a.m kickoffs and uh really screw up those west coast teams body mm-hmm. clocks all right uh we'll come back uh more with john osier from jaguars.com et is here what's up E? yo yep. what you got in there did you get your own bowl i mean i saw that uh taylor brought tony a special bowl in here what are you having a little breakfast going on
5: yeah she brought tony an empty bowl my my bowl had french toast in it mm. had
1: Mm, it, I'm sure that was delicious for you. Uh, Tony's Bowl is full of uh, championship dreams, is uh, well, what it it's, is.
6: Well, it's got names on it. It's
1: full of Ws.
6: Yeah. yeah well, it's, got, it's, it's the, the Breakfast the Bowl champion. Who are the
1: names on there?
6: Uh, 2019, that would be you, Mike Woo! Dempsey. Me. 2020, that would be Mike DiRocco. Congratulations, D-Rock. 2021, Taylor Dahl. All hail the queen. And 2022, yours truly, Tony Smith. four different winners. Four Four different different winners.
8: winners. Four different winners. Four years. break that bowl. (laughs) How many people compete? (laughs) Uh,
1: Four or five. You know, because we had a listener team this year. So, you know, it's been a little different over the years. Anyway, uh, up for grabs again. Yes, it is. For 2023. All right. uh, We'll come back with uh, Trevor Lawrence and your calls at 641 1010. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
2: Oh, no. With Jaguars.com's John Osher. Brought to you by Kingfish Pest Control, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars on 1010XL. All right, uh, Tommy
1: checking in on the text line goes. Now nah, we didn't make it to the cabanas. We did not make it there. We made it to the standing room only area. Look again. I don't care. Right? You get to where you can get to. Greatest tale of this, uh, John, Harley Johnson and I made the trip out to the Super Bowl uh, for New England and the Giants when the Patriots were undefeated. Right? We're covering the, the game all week long, and you know Tom Coughlin's coaching in the game, so sure. we're going to make sure we go to the game and actually cover it. And we get there, and Arlie's got one of those, like, overflow media passes, which in, yeah. on that occasion was a tent yeah. right outside the stadium. In one of those tents. Where you could yeah. sit in a tent at, a, like, a, a picnic table yeah. and watch a game. Sort of like, nah, just we, – we did the flip your credential over. We're already in the gates, right? Flip your credential over, get on your phone like you're talking to somebody, oh, and yeah, get yeah, right yeah. behind me. Sure. And we went straight up. It was the, the best – uh, we got him all the way right up into the top level, you know, and uh, got to watch the game from the inside. It's fun. Just act like you know where you're going, E. Act like, like you belong, right? Act like you belong there. Remember the, uh, the
5: media party? I didn't have a media pass. he got in there.
1: <laughs> we're looking. E's at the door like, he ain't getting in here. They won't let anybody. And, let and the next thing you know, E's standing at our table with a drink in his hand. What's like, happening? What's up? Because <laughs> you're like that. Joe he Coward. is that guy. No, nah, Joe Coward's the guy. Joe yeah, Coward's I the, the master. Joe will get in anywhere without a credential. Uh, Joel, swear he has it. Oh, it's in the car. I swear. Uh, I don't know how he does that. I don't know. That may not be his move, but he has a uh, a way about him. So, uh, we don't have to worry about that, John. You will be – we'll all get uh, credentialed when the Jags are in the Super Bowl in oh. Glendale, Arizona so. this Hope year. So. Yeah. So if far, not, I coach. know how to get us in. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah it's to that stadium, Don't to worry least. about Yeah, just flip your credential around, and it'll be just fine. All right, let's get Sean on the south side here, Tone. And then let's get into some of this uh, Trevor Lawrence audio coming your way. Uh, Sean, good morning. You're on Jaguars today. Good
4: morning, fellas. Du- du- oh.
1: What's up, man? Hey, listen, man. Me
3: and my, me and my girlfriend, we're going to take the trip up. So, And we driving, by the way, so I guess I'm showing my, my fandom. But um, I actually called to get a little advice because it's my first away game, so... I know it's, it's encouraging to hear how many Jaguar fans are going, so that's a good thing. So I know I ain't going to be outnumbered, but any advice, you know, like do I not need to say this or whatever? Because I ain't trying to get jumped, man. Nah. Especially yeah. if you win because I know I'm going to have to head for the door.
1: Well, look, <laughs> I, I honestly, I think most people who respectfully cheer for their team and don't try to – stick it in other people's faces. You know, like, it's one thing. If, if you're just cheering on your team, hey, we scored a touchdown, it's another if you're turning around and you're pointing at somebody's yeah. face, you know, and, and like, I, I find that most people who mind their own business, people understand you're allowed to cheer for your own team, and I don't have a problem if people want to come here and cheer for their team, don't
8: act like flaming idiots, right? Yeah, different fan bases can be a little dicier, uh, but my impression and understanding is that in Kansas City, Go cheer! Uh, don't be obnoxious," they don't, I mean, I think that holds in, a, in any market, though, right? Even in the most, you
1: know, genteel fan base, you don't go and you don't well, yeah. show your butt, you right. know. And I don't think Sean will. So, Sean, you will be outnumbered. But the way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's no doubt you'll be outnumbered. But um, do you have your tickets already for the game? See there. Man, you
3: ready to go? Book the hotel. You ready to go, man? You, so, so you got uh,
1: everything. You're ready.
3: Yeah, I, I got everything. We ready to go, man. And, and last thing, win, lose, or draw, man. I'm, I'm proud of this team, man. We, you know, no one, no one expected this, man. You know, I thought this was gonna be a year or two long process, man. So win, lose, or draw, it's Duval till we die, baby. Du- Duval, right, you got, you
1: got the double dip there. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Um, a lot of people feel that way, and I think that's why, you know. I don't feel like – like, the, I get the house money expression, right? But, like, you're here now. Go win the football yeah. game, right? And I, I'm sure that's the way they feel. The, the team's not taking it that way. But yeah. I also understand if you're a fan that goes, you know what, if we do lose this week, you know, we defended our home field. We You provided us – and when I say you, the Jaguars provided one of the greatest memories, Tony, that a sports fan is ever going to have if they root no for that team, especially if you're in that environment on Saturday night and – you know, there's still great things ahead.
6: There, We all feel like this is the beginning, right, of whatever the Trevor Lawrence experience is going to be during his time here in Jacksonville and the combination with Doug Peterson, that this is the beginning and it happened faster than almost anybody expected it to happen as far as them getting to the playoffs, winning a playoff game, that kind of thing. But, John... You only get so many chances. True. Right? You know, like Dan Marino probably thought early on in his career, this is what we're gonna do year after year. You said it. Right? Like it's this is who we're gonna be year after year. There are no guarantees, right? Like you get the opportunity you have right now. Yeah. And so you want to take full advantage of that. Even if you feel like it is just the beginning for this group of guys, you still want to take advantage of the opportunity when it's put in front of you.
8: Yeah, and I can tell you from experience, even being around good teams, Uh, and when I say that, I mean the 90s Jaguars, the the Colts teams I covered, Um, a wild-card loss, sometimes players, you know, they're disappointed, but it's not devastating. I've never been around a team, even if they thought they were going to continue to be good, where a divisional playoff, when you're one of the final eight, uh, they don't go into those games and then afterward – say, well, we... I,
1: I could think of one.
8: We were playing with house money. Uh, when the Jags played the undefeated New England
1: Patriots in the divisional round, I guarantee yeah. you, I was in that locker room, and there were a lot of self-satisfied Jaguar players yeah. that well, felt like, well, we showed them. We showed them we could play with them. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm gar- I was there. Yeah. I mean, I, that is a fact. Did yeah. yeah. those I guys play another
8: that. playoff
6: game? Right. No. No. No, no.
8: I yeah, So, you. But with this team, I can tell you, um, they think they're going to win it, and they've it, when you've done it six weeks in a row. There's something to a winning streak in the NFL postseason that makes a team a really tough out, no matter what that original record was. The Jaguars don't think they're ten and eight; they think they're six and zero. Hey, whatever yeah. they need to tell themselves, you know what I mean? Like I, I believe that they believe,
1: right? Yeah. You know, and and I believe that they can. Will they? You know, I I couldn't have told you that they will beat the Chargers. I thought they'd beat the Chargers. I picked them to beat the Chargers. I mean, you can't – they're going to play this game and Kansas City's pretty damn good. But do I think the Jags are outclassed? No, I don't.
6: Well, and not many guys get to be Elway. Right where you go and you go and you go and then you got to keep going and going Mm -hmm. and going. Right, like not many guys get that opportunity where you get that bite at the apple and then you get four more.
1: Yeah, not many guys were Elway, which he he provided those bites at the apple. No doubt,
6: and it took till his final two years in the league to finally get one. Right, like it's not easy. You want to take advantage of it when it's in front of you. This isn't some throwaway opportunity. Go beat the Chiefs. Right. We said it in twenty. I remember saying it in twenty seventeen, Tony. like, uh, all right, you know, people were like, oh,
1: we just wait next year when we, you know everything all comes together and we get this. And no,
6: now's the time. Who go, knows what next year? Go looks capture like. it. no and, guarantees. Uh, that's the thing.
1: Look, I fully believe everyone and their brother is going to pick the Jaguars to win the AFC South next year. Are uh, they're all going to pick? Oh, sure, right, everybody, hmm. and and I will too. And that doesn't mean look. You can have a wave of injuries. You can have a few injuries at one key position. Yeah. You can have any number of things happen. You get a couple of bad calls. Ball doesn't go bounce your way. You can't control what teams are doing in your division outside of games where you're playing them. So there are all kinds of reasons why they might not, but yeah. I think they should be considered uh, You know, for there have going been into much, the future, the favorite.
8: There have been much bigger upsets in playoff history than this. Oh, no doubt. You you know. can go, and especially when you consider uh, we had Maurice Jones-Drew. You know Maurice, Mike. Um, Vaguely remember him. He was on drive time with us this morning. He made a good point. He speaks from a national perspective. Look, the Jaguars are talented offensively. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, when he's on, is, is, is really good. When he's on the way he was the other night, he's as good as anybody. And then you have four or five offensive weapons, ETN, Ingram. There's a lot that this team can go do. Uh, it's not surprising when they score a lot of points. What's going to take to win on on Saturday? On the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures this is
1: one person's experience. He says KC fans are pretty bad. I went to the game we played when both teams were not good. Bortles threw the pick on the screen to Chris Jones that game. KC fans were in my face all game, and I was keeping to myself cheering on the Jags. My advice would be to make sure you're surrounded by Jags fans. So I, you know, look, okay. I don't, I don't have that experience. I've never been in the there's. Right. Seats there at Arrowhead, uh, you know. So, um, but generally, I find as a rule, if Jeez, you want to really bad, if then. you yeah. want to avoid the fisticuffs, um, you know, cheer within cheer, reason, right? Right. And everyone's entitled to cheer. I don't think anybody. And I, look, I want it to be all teal every time the Jags suit up at home. But if somebody wears a Pittsburgh Steeler. Jersey, you shouldn't be in fear that he's going to get physical, physically accosted right, in that's the stadium. Reasonable, right? It's, I mean, come on, it's his fandom and out cheer him, out yell him, and outplay him and outscore him. And that should be a victory enough for you. So let's go into Kansas City and get that done. All right, quick time out here. Uh, we will, I promise you. I know I've been saying we're going to get to uh, Trevor Lawrence coming up, but uh, we're running out of time to do it. So we got to do it straight ahead. A few more of your calls as well. We'll take a look at today's poll question. Uh, presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate. It's all coming your way next on Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
2: It's time for Oh No's with Jaguars.com's John Osher. Oh no. Oh. Oh. really? Oh yeah. Brought to you by Kingfish Pest Control. Proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: All right, music today provided by Johnny O's personal mixtape, which is nice. <laughs> you know, spreading his wings a little bit here on the musical side of things. What do you call this one, John?
8: How about you, mixtape? Huh? Mix mixtape. People make
1: mixtapes. Yeah. yeah, they do. Thank you. Okay, all right. All
8: right. Yeah,
1: this is that it. DJ
5: Drama mixtape? I all think right. OJ. I think he forgot because I took it right off of his. his, his, <laughs> his is that thing. what yeah. it is?
6: <laughs> this, yeah. This young G DJ Drama. Maybe it it's sounds like somebody list. else. You know, some can get lost right. in the that, show. That's
1: I, I guess I is what it is. <laughs> yeah. What Fair do people enough. make these days, Z, e, if they don't do, like, physical tapes? What do they do? Like uh, playlist, Spotify playlist yeah, or something? That's exactly
5: like that's exactly what it is. Spotify playlist or, or yeah. Apple Music playlist and they share them.
1: I'm pretty impressed I know Spotify yeah. is a thing. <laughs> they don't know how to use it. Don't know quite what it is, but it's a thing. It's like my son. He's like, you know, we're talking about it on the Discord. All right. Mm -hmm. Good for you. (laughs) I was. Me too. I was talking about it. Uh, We were writing it up on the chalkboard, son, (laughs) back in the classroom. Uh, All right, let's get to Trevor Lawrence, or we'll never get to Trevor Lawrence. So here is Trevor Lawrence speaking yesterday about playing in the Kansas City environment.
5: Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly, but that was when we were on defense, not offense. So we played there earlier in the year, but this is a little bit different. You know, It's a playoff game, divisional round. um, So the stakes are higher. So I expect them to be even crazier and more packed stadium. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to go play and you got to make sure you communicate. That's the one thing. We got to get in and out of the huddle. We got to get to the line of scrimmage so we have time to communicate. Because everything naturally takes a little longer when it's loud.
6: Trevor was also asked about his biggest takeaway from the first Chiefs matchup this year.
5: I mean, really just the way we started the game, you know, we obviously, you know, we got the onside kick and kind of stole a possession in the beginning and just didn't really uh, we didn't really make our possessions count the first quarter and a half or all the way down to like the last two minute drive in the, in the first half. We just didn't really do anything with the ball. You know, our defense held in there, especially early and gave us some possessions. And you know, that's the one thing I think we just we left a lot on the table.
1: I think it's something that, you know, this is still one of the things hanging over this team is. Trevor Lawrence sometimes gets off to slow starts, Mm -hmm. you know, and we saw it this week, compounded by a million-fold practically, and it's great, I mean, historic what he was able to do, but it's historic because it's really hard to do when you put yourself in that position. So, I think that's one of the things, John, can, as we move forward, not just this week, but can we, as we move forward into the next years of Trevor Lawrence's career, does this become less and less of a thing?
8: Yeah, it would be surprising If it continued as a thing, because you know, instinct and logic tell you that if if you can play at the level that he played at in the second half, and that he has played at at various stretches throughout this year, it wasn't like that second half was the first time he's gotten hot and looked like that. So if you can do that, and if if you're mentally, he was doing stuff at the line of scrimmage the other night. Pretty high-end stuff. He checked his A. Jones on the touchdown. Uh, he, he's seeing it. He knows how to do it. Um, you would think that if you can do it for those stretches at the beginning of the game, it is a relatively easy fix. I mean, it, it's harder to – if if you never do it, it's harder to get there. I, I can't believe that it's going to be a trend for very long.
1: Yeah, hopefully not. You know, But it has
8: been something sure. to, to
1: certainly take note of. I know this is not a perfect comparison, but like you go back to when the Chicago Bulls uh, were winning championships, uh, Jordan would always try to get Bill Cartwright a layup in the first like two or three baskets right. of the game because if he got, got one, going. if you saw it, it, got him going, it got him playing harder on the defensive end, it got him all these different things, and it was always a point of emphasis. Let's go, and we may not come back to him for two quarters, right? But you know, so I don't know if it's you know you need a few layup throws or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh,
8: but uh, well, it's definitely a real thing because they've had to come back in seven of their last eight victories. Right. Now, some of them haven't been in. I mean, but like you to, said,
1: he has the ability to do it. Right. So we see the high-end ability. Can we get it consistently for most of four quarters? Yeah,
8: and I believe they can, but this is not a game. I mean, it goes without saying, this is not a game where you want to be down 10. No doubt. All right, uh, one
1: more here from Trevor Lawrence. How are the Jags different from the first time they met the Chiefs?
5: I mean, week 10 seems so long ago. I mean, it, you know, I guess it was 10 weeks ago. So um, I think just, you know, speaking of the team, I think we're in a really good spot. We have a lot of confidence, played a lot of football since then. You know, we've, we've won a lot of games since then. Um, you know, I think we've played much better this stretch than we did earlier in the season.
1: Yeah, you think? Um, no doubt. They've lost once since that point. That's how they're different. That, that, and that Lions game just stands out. You know, and just to how they weren't even
8: competitive. Yeah, on the road, bad start, and never could really get it back going again. Uh, obviously, that's – you don't want to fumble on the first possession on Saturday. You don't want to give it away on the first possession. No doubt. And I get it going against you. Uh, huge point of emphasis talking to players in the locker room about that yesterday. All
1: right, six-game winning streak overall for
8: the Jags. Let's hit
1: them with a 10-10 take.
2: 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, Now, Mike Dempsey's 10, 10 take. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We are made for this. I'll
1: just speak for myself. Not going to tell you how to feel about things. Jags have exceeded my expectations already this season. But, you know, as you go along, expectations change. And... They got to the playoffs when I didn't think they would, and I thought they should win that game last week. And fortunately for the team, they did. I'm going to pick them to win the game. Should they win this game? Well, the odds makers say no. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be crushed on Saturday, even if logically you look and go, well, Kansas City, you know, they make it to the AFC Championship game uh, every year, and this would be like five in a row if they're able to get there. But uh, it's okay to change your expectations. You don't have to have the – you know, 1,000-mile view this Saturday. You can dwell in it for a few days if it doesn't go your way. Hopefully, it's Kansas City that's got those feelings this week, and next year expectations are going to be just through the roof for this football team. So, But kind of just dovetailing with what Tony said, you're here now. Take this advantage it. of it. Let's
6: go. You're yeah. down to the
1: final eight. Who cares what your expectations were? Can you beat the Chiefs? I think they can. Will they? We'll find out on Saturday, but they're, they certainly think that they can and probably think that they should based on the way they're playing right now. All right. Uh, let's get uh, quickly, John, on the west side uh, with some last-minute advice, maybe for uh, Jaguar fans making that trip to Kansas City. John, what's going on?
3: Hey, real quick. Good morning, guys. I uh, just want to say they'll be out there tailgating at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that The fans were very good to me out there. They gave me beers and took pictures with me. Just when you get in the stands, just don't write a check with your mouth that your butt can't cash. And uh, real quick to Johnny O, that tripled back formation, who called that play, and you can can you run it from the other side? And I'll take it off the air. Thanks. Well,
8: um, Phil Rousher came up with that, right? Yeah, Phil Rousher came up with it. Obviously, Doug called it. Right. But uh, it, it was Phil Rousher's uh, uh, design. He, he put it in, whatever you call it. And, I, yeah, you could do it from either side as long as you flip ETN. Right. I mean, ETN's got to be on one side to go the other way. Uh, But I, I haven't asked, but I don't know why you couldn't. Nah, there's no, there's no reason side. why you couldn't. Yeah.
1: So, sure, you could. I, I don't imagine we're going to see that. And if we do see that formation again, it will not be that play. Yeah, I, Doug I mean, said that's <laughs> you know, probably a one and done. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> but if they were to throw that out there, they'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Well, it's not going to be that. Okay? So, it's going to be something yeah. else. Um, but or you
8: could just run it and assume they're going to think it's something else. Maybe uh. that. Right. Oh, which, uh, how many
1: uh, <laughs> dimensions of chess are you playing, John Ogier? All right, let's say hello to XL Primetime.
2: Now, the 2-Minute Drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop.
1: All right, Mia O'Brien is here. Uh, Mia, I presume you'll be in Kansas City. I will,
9: actually. uh, We were just finalizing some of our travel uh, because I'm not sure if you guys saw a um, lot of fun stuff. We'll start with the positive. A lot of fun stuff that's going to be going down in Kansas City. So many Jags fans are making the trip. We can't wait to see you. We're going to be documenting all of it on all the 1010XL channels. Uh, but we also may have some inclement weather. Uh, so uh, so, so that's fun, too. Um, hopefully it stays within the uh, confines of what it looks like right now. Um, 3 to 9 p.m. on Saturday, which just so happens to be when the Jaguars oh, and Chiefs time. will be playing. Yep, yep. Yeah. But it, it does keep creeping up, but uh, we're ready to rumble, and I'm sure the rest of Duval is too.
1: Hey, look, we're going to play no matter what the conditions are. Let's bring it. I would say this, though. Um, I might get on that plane, or I might at least head to the airport today. Uh, and then maybe you get there on time for yes, Saturday. Yes, that's
9: exactly why uh, some things have been adjusted, because I think exactly like you Yeah,
1: like, so, I mean, you, you know, if, it, if you're flying Friday, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> coin flip <laughs> at yep. that yep. stage. Uh, what do you got com- coming up today on the program?
9: Oh, let's see. Uh, we are going to, of course, be diving into even more of this Jaguars-Chiefs matchup. I feel like the last two days we really spent a lot of time on – the Jags win on Saturday, how monumental it was, what it meant for this team, but now we'll look a little bit more inside the numbers of that matchup. We'll also, of course, get you caught up on the latest about the Florida Gators with the Jaden Rashada news, and now Walker Howard, who was thought to be a potential target of the Gators, is not going to Florida. He is Mm. headed to Ole Miss, so what does that mean for Billy Napier and the gang? We'll dive into that. Maybe even some high school talk as well, so jam-packed XL Primetime coming on down. All
1: right, we'll be listening. Thank you, Mia. There she goes, XL Primetime crew coming up. Johnny O, uh, what do you got, uh, Huddle Up podcast today?
8: Huddle Up podcast, and then uh, Walker Little will be the Ozone podcast guest this week. So looking forward to that. Yeah,
1: Walker Little, uh, who pro football focus uh, graded as not allowing a pressure uh, when matched up with either Bosa or Mac against the Chargers.
8: Sure didn't uh, notice anything coming off his edge.
1: No. Uh, look, the Jags have been pretty fortunate in the injury department this year, but the guys who have stepped in for the guys who have gotten hurt there really hasn't been much of a drop-off, you no. know, and that's not a knock on the starters. That's just a knock on the, the, the guys getting their yeah. number called as the Remember season's the gone on. panic in the preseason? Well, look, you know, you could have issues if you had some injuries pile up at certain positions mm-hmm. right now, you know, but uh, fortunately they've avoided yeah. it. You don't need great depth if you don't have that many injuries, right. and uh, they've been fortunate.
6: I saw on Twitter this morning, I don't know why Josh Allen didn't want to hold on to this one right but his jersey that he was wearing when he returned that fumble to beat the Tennessee Titans now belongs to a fan like wow a fan has Josh Allen's 41 that he was wearing that night that's an unbelievable piece of memorabilia did Josh
8: give it to him or did the fan it? I think Josh gave it up
6: yeah (laughs) you know but Josh apparently doesn't hold on to a lot of those things like he traded his jersey at the Buffalo game last year like I don't know that he's real sentimental with that stuff, but that that's a pretty incredible that piece is of cool. memorabilia. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I thought it's Fred got a blood stain on cool. the one.
6: Like, it's, yeah, I'd it's say that's better whoop. than the flip card. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I think yeah. that's better. Go um, cool. yeah. on to that one. So thanks, Josh, for one-upping us like that. Now that's really awesome uh, that he would do that, and uh, what a spectacular piece of memorabilia that is. Uh, Johnny O, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you Saturday. Look forward to Safe it. Safe travels to yep. Kansas City. Uh, Et. Safe travels to wherever you're going to travel to, because I know you're always on the move, my man. Yeah. And Tony Smith, enjoy your breakfast bowl trophy. Thank you. For uh, the next uh, year, at the very least. Get that thing out of here. (laughs) Yeah, That's right. All right. Uh, Thanks to Johnny O for stopping by. Donovan Darius on assignment today. Mike DeRocco will be in tomorrow. Glad we could bring you some of the thoughts of Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, and uh, more to come tomorrow as we march towards the Jags, part of the Elite Eight. Of the National Football League playoffs mm-hmm. matchup with Kansas City on Saturday. Uh, again, it looks like Daly's Place may be the venue. Nothing official from the Jags, but uh, expect an announcement uh, one way or the other on, on some kind of a watch party coming up later on this afternoon. That'll do it for us. For Tony, ET, and Johnny O, I'm Mike Dempsey. Thank you for listening to Jaguars today. XL Primetime is next on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
5: Duval, man. I don't think y'all as ready as I am. Man, we're gonna turn up, man. We're gonna turn this thing around, man. Let's go.
4: Dude!